0: Welcome to the Learning Human Podcast. Today's episode is a conversation with my dear friends Jackson and Joel post-ayahuasca wachuma ceremony. It's what we learned, what we experienced, and what we're integrating into our lives. It is deep, it's hysterical, it's emotional, it's real. It's a very real, raw conversation. And I'm so grateful that these guys, Jackson and Joel, sat down with me to record this conversation to preserve that moment in time. It's really significant and it's really special. If you've ever been curious about plant medicine, you'll learn a lot through this episode. Thank you for being curious. Thank you for learning. And here's the episode. Joel, Jackson. Hey, buddy. Hey, thanks for coming back.
1: Hey, thanks for having yeah, me back. that's great.
0: It's been... <laughs> it's been a journey since we last podcasted together. Yeah. It's been about a week and a half since we've been back. And... Um, we were going to record last week. I'm happy we didn't because I think there's been more time, more integration, more lessons learned.
2: I was so tired last week.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We oh. actually met up to record and yeah. we didn't for many zombies. reasons, but Absolute zombies. sleep deprivation and it wasn't even sleep deprivation. It was just tired, right? Oh, both. I think both. Oh, both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Definitely think both were involved in there.
0: I felt absolutely wrecked, like physically just pummeled. Wow. Just destroyed.
2: Yeah. That
1: final night, just trying to stay up and socialize or get to the award show yeah. was a goddamn journey. You got a lot and of stuff. awards, bud. Yeah. What'd you get again? Uh, I had uh, the best quote of the of the retreat.
0: What was the quote?
1: Uh, Mom's dope. Dad's cool, too. Yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> uh,
1: that's what else did you get? You and I actually tied for, for most of the mother consumed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Down to the pineapple. Oh God, the pineapple! Um, Oof, we'll
0: have to talk about that.
1: And then, oh, most revelations in a weekend. Mm, yeah, because mm. my mind was being blown every two minutes. So that was like even down to the food. Like I was, be- my mind was being blown by how good the food we were having. The vegan was. food.
0: Yeah, it, Diane was an angel. Yeah, oh,
2: such good food.
0: I think what's funny is um, when we recorded the first podcast before we went. Even as we were driving up to the house, Jackson and I were like you know, like mom, dad, mother, father, like it felt so foreign to speak about something in that way. Yeah. And Jackson's quote, the best quote of the weekend was mom's dope. Dad's cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like yeah. when I'm telling people now that I'm back, I'm like, mom, like was my mom. And like, dad was my dad, mother, father. And like, yeah. and you were telling somebody yesterday, Jackson, like no one ever told like mother didn't tell us to call her mother.
1: No, yeah, there's no, it, it wasn't a forced switch. It wasn't like I had to do anything active to replace my thought or the feeling internally that was gonna be, oh, it's not clunky for me to say mother now. I went to sleep, it was clunky to call her the mother. I woke up and it was mom. It, you know, it, it, it was so yeah. translated internally.
0: Your first night was transformational.
1: Oh, absolutely. It was it gotta be top three best moments of my life in general. Uh, but it was just the most fun, emotional, spiritual awakening. Like my eyes were opened. They had been closed for a while and they were absolutely opened. Um,
0: can you go into a little bit more detail?
1: I mean, let's go highlights. Cause it, it's, it would be an hour of me just talking about it if we did it the other way. But yeah, the highlights of my first night would be my eyes being open, the entire world being like room that I was in being distorted and closed down. You looked like a stonehenge on its side. Um, <laughs> I had a similar view of you yeah. too. Uh, I was communicating with Joel via just my mind with my eyes open. I felt like I communicated with you with just my mind. And Joel
0: open. was completely cross diagonal. Yeah, Joel was, was um, the furthest person 20 from me feet, in, the, 30 in, feet this, away.
1: in this room. Um, at one point I was outside of my body. My body was a musical instrument My hands and legs were moving by themselves uh, for a long time and it was amazing and very fun. I felt like I could go to any place in the world just by thinking about it. I was there. I'm not sure whether or not a friend is dead or not right now.
2: Have you not reached out to your friend or anybody? I
1: haven't. I mean, this actually getting back a I was exhausted when I got back. Uh, I got to track down one of his relatives. To find out where he's at because he's in a a monastery at this point so there's no like Mm -hmm. easy connected i can't just get on Mm -hmm. facebook and say hey man what's up Mm -hmm. uh i have to go through the steps i got to send a letter so it's going to be a bit but
2: interesting yeah well i want to say that that's that your experience of that is very similar to one of the things that happened to me my first night where i uh, was like your father's time is coming soon
0: Oh, yeah. your first night of this past weekend or the first night? The first night of this past weekend. Got
2: it. Uh, but your father's time is coming yeah. soon. And then she's like, and I was like, what? And then she goes, it's really soon. I was like, and then she goes, it happened. And so I was sitting there with the feeling of my father was dead yeah. and just experiencing this intense just gap that mm-hmm. just happened in my life for like a few minutes. And then she was like, I'm just kidding. He's fine.
0: And he is fine. And he's fine. He he's is, fine. he's hundred percent fine.
2: But it was brought it. She brought it up. She gave me that. She put that moment in my body mm-hmm. to, uh, trigger to, to show me that I needed to work on something. And in this case, what has come to my intention is I needed to work on, uh, letting go of the way that he like the way he has lived his life that has been instilled in me Mm -hmm. so that I need to let go of that so that I can be my true authentic self. And that message let me go down that path to like kind of uh, navigate what that would mean for me. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering if maybe she said that to you about your friend to trigger you going back and, Doing memories and maybe visiting something and finding something there that needed healing. Yeah, I mean, and your that friend's was, actually fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would, I would like to think that he's fine. I think that that triggered me going down memory lane and opened up a whole host of memories that I had completely forgot about mm-hmm. uh, over time. I mean, it, it was the first time that I've been able to have access to those memories simply because. Of the cab accident i was in when i was 20 that mm. kind of erased most of that oh, yeah. area mm-hmm. most wow. of that part of my life so i i didn't even know who i really was. i have like an idea of what i was like prior to it like in like those teenage years but i don't really remember anything i couldn't lock into really any memories so i think it was more like allowing me to see who i was at that time frame hmm. and i think that her showing me the death and me or not showing me the death but telling me the death and me getting incredibly emotional and crying almost let me see that I have humanity and that I love others and can be loved because that was one of my big things going into this was not feeling loved so I think that was just a very clear way for me to unfuck my heart I guess
0: cool yeah very cool Yeah. yeah she did something similar to me the second night was my transformational night. Yeah. I mean the first day too. Um, but I mean the second night for me was like, it was like, um, I explained it like a, a arcade room where we just started like customizing the car, but the car was me and we just started doing a bunch of stuff. And so, I mean, time is a joke. I have no idea how long this was, but later on into our conversation, um, she had she had transformed me in many different ways and healed me in many different ways and then it was just rapid fire. She was doing all that like behind the scenes and I was like, well, can I ask you questions while you're doing all that? And she's like, of course. Mm-hmm. And so I just like rapid fire. It. Like mm-hmm. she told me the Chiefs were going to win the Super Bowl. They fucking did. Um, she gave me insight, a lot of insight, but a lot of insight. Yeah. The Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. I got a lot of insight. <laughs> no, but, like, but <laughs> <Didn't> tell you <laughs> bet on it though, <laughs> but, didn't tell no, you didn't, bet on it. Didn't. But if I but if I open up one of those doors, it's going to completely sidetrack this this point I'm trying to make. Okay. Where. We're having such a fun time, and I'm like, "Should I be a dad?" And she goes, "Ask a better question." And I said, "Okay, well, will I be a dad? Or how many kids will I, Or uh, how many kids should I have, or would I have?" And she goes, "One." And I go, "One? Like I'm from a family of four. Like I'm used to having a big family." And she goes, "Well, you can have two Then she flashes an image of a broken swing just swaying in like very gray like mist. And she says, "But you'll lo- you can have more than one, but you'll lose the second one, young." And it shattered me. Oh, wow. And I started pleading with her. I was like, "Please, please, like that's not true." And it was the second night, so I'd already heard you say something about her fucking with people. I was like, "Please tell me you're kidding." Like, uh, uh, like I, I didn't know how to respond. Like I'm starting to cry. And in hindsight, and what I've learned from that, and what I believe she was trying to teach me was with some of my past ex-girlfriends that I've disagreed with about wanting to have kids or not, I keep saying, and something I, I, this is funny, something I keep saying is I want to experience as many experiences that life has to offer. And I feel like the love you have for a kid is some love that will never be replaced. And in one second she showed me the complete opposite of it. She showed me the ultimate fear I think that every parent has, which is losing a young child. And she's like, "Great! You keep saying you want to experience what it's like to be a dad. Well, here, this is something you're gonna fucking live with your whole life if you're a parent. Are you okay with that?"
2: Wow, I just want to say there was uh, that's intense and that's beautiful. I like the uh, revelation. I love it when, you know, as time goes by, how you you start to realize things. Yeah. But I aside from that, I just want to say that there's an acting yeah. rehearsal going on next door, and I'm sure you can hear it.
0: Yeah. So, the people that are listening, sorry for that.
2: Yeah yeah but anyway that's a huge that's a huge thing like that's terrifying
0: terrifying the most yeah like on my like i wasn't on my knees i was flat on my back eyes closed but i was on my knees pleading with her please please tell me you're joking and she's like well you can just have one it's up to you if you want to have two. yeah but this is the risk but immediately i just like i got wow. that lesson and uh like, like I think it goes back into, like, it's the mother. She's going to teach you what you need to know. And, you know, she'll give you love and care, but she'll also, like, slap you upside the head to give you a lesson. Yeah. yeah. There's a very different feel, of a different vibe from mom to dad. Yeah. yeah. Big time. How would you describe that?
2: Oh, how would you describe that? I want to hear how you would describe that. I would describe... Now that you've experienced it.
1: Mother as... A not, she actually isn't, but it comes off very erratic and uh, can be aggressive and can be very uh, abstract in the way that she translates messages and thoughts to you and is very, uh, there's not a lot of leeway or budging. You're going to do the thing that she wants you to do one way or another, it's going to happen. For example, purging is a very common concept and something that you almost must do every time. In some way, you do it, right? That's getting rid of the bad. Is the most common way of doing it is by throwing up. But you can purge from sighing, yawning, laughing, crying, breathing, shitting, uh, shitting. Yeah. Um, in fact, everybody's given a bucket next to your mat for the, the throw up that is going to almost inevitably come so at the end of my trip on the first night I uh, am trying to go to bed and I feel relatively nauseous and I hadn't thrown up or purged yet uh, this evening and I was like all right I'm done I'm going to bed I tried to end this experience myself It's like you know what you have to do and I'm like no we're fine she's like no you know what you have to do and I'm like no we're I'm okay I'm gonna go to bed and we can deal with this in the morning and she's like no no, you have to do this. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do this. I'm in control here. Very, very little did I know how much I wasn't. Uh, and so I shut my eyes and I think she let me get a very, very strong false sense of security because just as I was about to actually fall asleep, I, my eyes snap awake and in one motion, I'm holding the bucket, my head is inside the bucket, I've knocked the lid off and I'm throwing up. <laughs> And then, after that, I had to use the bathroom, and I had to use the bathroom for a while. And I couldn't move my legs, and like I was aware. <laughs> and everybody else had gotten up and moved around throughout the night, but for some reason, I couldn't use my legs in this moment. And so I just sit there, like a good little boy, for about 20 minutes before, or what I think was 20 minutes, again, time not real, um, what I think was 20 minutes, until she allowed me to have access to my legs again so I could walk myself to the bathroom, and use the bathroom. And then, after all of that, I was able to go to sleep, or allowed to. So that's how I would classify mother. Uh, and then the second, and then to explain the father, I would say, it's kind of like a take it or leave it. I'm just going to put the lesson in front of your face. Uh, you're not gonna be able to look around it. You're not gonna be able to translate a different way. You're not gonna be able to uh, explore an alternate answer. It's just going to be in front of your face. You can choose to learn from it or not but it's right there and you might not like it but you're going to look at it. Mm-hmm. So he's a much more gentle nurturing being but it, it, it's much more abrupt and just clear and concise.
2: I like what you're saying there that it's just in your face and you can uh, resist it or not resist it and I got to tell you resisting it hurts a lot more than just letting it happen Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) than just sitting with it and being like, okay, I'll take the lesson and I'll feel it. And I'm going to sit in that emotion and I'm going to cry uncontrollably for about 10 minutes now. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can fight it and be extremely uncomfortable. Right. That's what's great about father is like, okay, you're going to, you're going to sit in it and that's how you heal by actually sitting with the emotion and feeling it and uh, accepting it and, Breathing through it Mm -hmm. and crying with it, or screaming into a pillow as loud as you can to get out the anger. It's whatever you need to do in that moment. Hmm. But that's I liked how you said that. You just can't get around it; it's there.
1: It's there. I mean, it's right in front of your face. I think. So I had, by all accounts, what what seemingly was a very positive and uh, relatively easygoing experience with both mother and father. Uh, My lessons were. Re- relatively delicately handed to me, uh, whether it was a good lesson, a bad lesson, a hard emotion, an easy emotion. I never really found myself in excruciating pain or really battling something to sit in it because for the most part, I could sit in the emotions I was I was feeling just because they weren't the hard ones to deal with.
0: I guess I'll, I'll, I'll just pivot to this real quick. The first night was not a good night for me. The lessons I got from mother the first night were I had way too many expectations And something I've known about myself that came up um, (laughs) from walking across fire at Tony Robbins, um, I burned my feet at Tony Robbins and nobody else did. So I immediately started asking everybody else to validate my experience. And the first night of ayahuasca, mother came to me very briefly, it was incredible. She's like, uh, it it was me looking at myself in a mirror and like thinking I had to look a certain way as a man And then she was about to show me something else. I said, wait. She goes, oh, that? And I said, yeah. She goes, yeah, you've been carrying that around your whole life. Do you want to continue? And I said, no. She goes, okay, then purge. And I already purged. I would purged to drop in. And so I sat immediately up after she said purge, and I immediately started throwing up. And I was like laughing with joy because I was just like purging out all those thoughts and judgments that I've had in myself. And I was so happy and excited that night that I couldn't just close my eyes and focus on myself. I wanted to be I wanted to look at Jackson to make sure he was okay because his hand was tweaking out like he was conducting like he was an instrument. Yeah. Was I was looking over at you. There's a a woman named Emily there who was having a hard time. And that triggered some memories that I had as a kid of people yelling in the house. And so I just never was able to get out of everyone else's experience to have my own. Which
2: was your experience was my experience it was perfect and it was exactly what you needed it was exactly
0: like slap in the face this is exactly what you needed
1: there was one experience in particular on Aya that I think is pretty interesting one of the first things that happened to me when I when she finally let me drop in was that I was underground uh being staring at the underbelly of hundreds of bugs running back and forth and when I went and told this story in the Sharing Circle the next day, you mentioned that you had looked over mm-hmm. uh, and seen me being wrapped by bugs and snakes.
0: Yep. Which I just and it was, it was like, it wasn't bugs and snakes. It was like these mythical, magical creatures. And they were so, I was never worried for you. Yeah. You just looked really peaceful. Yeah. And they were all over you. <laughs> And it was fine. It's just like, cool. Yeah. He's I, okay.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm wondering, I wish that there were a way for us to figure out whether or not that was synced up at the same at time. The same time. Yeah. yeah. Just to validate the experience on both ends, but mm-hmm. also really blow the minds of <laughs> myself to find out that yeah. you can be that version of in touch. Cause you know, cause I know that I was communicating with you all at different times throughout the night, but it would be great to just have that definitive It'd be like yeah eleven yeah. fifty-three. it was on the money yeah there's there's
2: That's a big thing that happens that's happened to me every time is i feel like maybe not everyone in the room but i've checked in with certain people in certain rooms to the point where like i know that you know that i'm that we're connecting and we're laughing mm-hmm. and smiling and it may yeah. not happen at the same time mm. and they may not feel like they connect back with you but you really do connect with these people and yes. your souls are talking, your energies are talking. Something is in that room connecting you. Yeah. Yeah. I had a major experience of that the Friday night, the second night. I was out in the living room by myself on the floor while everybody else was in the ceremony room because my back hurt. And That's right. I needed right. to be on the hard floor, so I spent the whole night out there. And there was a moment where I actually felt and could see myself touching Kyle's, your shoulder. That's right. And like touching you and being like, man, you're you're good. You're doing really great. You're great. And then moments later, my face turned into Jackson's face. (laughs) Great face. So, and that was like, I was like checking in with so many people at that moment. I was checking in with my family. I was checking in with everybody in the room. I was checking in with friends across the country. And it was a really, it's like, you really do check in on these people. Yeah, Your energies really do connect, whether they are consciously aware of it or not. Yeah. And sometimes they are. I had an experience uh last February. I was in a ceremony and uh this one I have a friend named Shauna who lives in Indiana Mm -hmm. and she does Reiki and she was like she does distance Reiki. And uh I said, you know what? Just an experiment. I was like, Will you at like midnight do long distance Reiki on me while I'm like two hours into Aya? And so my experience started and of course I forgot all about her because I yeah, was like yeah. in my experience and then at one point in the in the uh uh the journey Shauna shows up full force like I see oh. her, and she's going through some health stuff so I was like when she showed up all I could think of was sending Aya to her to heal her and I was trying to like mm-hmm. heal Shauna yeah with the Aya, because that's, that's, the that's just the first thing that came to my mind it's when she It's not a Shana one-way street; is a two-way street. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, Aya, let's let's heal her. Let's let's like, can we like send some of you over there to like help help her, help her? When that was happening, then all of a sudden, the connection with me and Shauna left. Hmm. It just was gone, and like she popped in a little bit, like a bad radio connection. After that, but then like just disappeared, and that was it. So the next day, I called her to be like, I, I want to know what your experience was last night. What happened? And she goes, Well, this is what happened. Uh, I didn't tell her anything. She goes, this is what happened. I started doing Reiki on you. And I could feel your connection. I could feel you there. And I had this... I forget what color she saw. But she said, I saw this really, really vivid color uh, of you. And then suddenly the energy was coming back at me. She goes, I was like, this is wait, this isn't about Joel. This isn't about me. I can't have this. And like, it just kept coming back at me really, really strong. <laughs> wow. And I was like, and then I was like, I, I don't, I feel bad about this. And she cut the connection. Whoa. Ah. So we were connecting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, she, she, I didn't tell her that I had been sending I her way. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But she felt that's it. Really cool. Yeah. So that's my experience of people actually
0: Being feeling it and, yeah yeah
2: an actual tangible experience yeah. like that
0: it's yeah. it's a bridge like the eye that's tattooed on Jackson and I currently yeah so is uh, is a word that came up <laughs> is is a word it is that uh, it is came up a lot that weekend and it's now tattooed on Jackson and I and we're working on Joel to get his first tattoo yeah Yeah. Um, I have a hard time with needles. (laughs) Yeah. Jackson, I I want you to explain the is, but the I, it's the lowercase I with the dot above it, which means it's a bridge from your awareness to your subconscious. And that's what ayahuasca does. So it's like a bridge for you and Sean and back in Indiana. And you are able to cross that bridge. Yeah. It's a two way street. You want to talk to us about is?
1: so is was a con well it came from a conversation that joel and i had after my first night of doing aya and in the middle of my ecstasy and explanation to him um we had taken san pedro by this point so i was now with the father and after several hours of walking around and having lessons being thrown at me I found myself having a conversation with Joel, and we were talking about the universe and how connected it was and is, and Joel decided that this would be a good time for us to try to break down the universe to the simplest possible terms. (laughs) And I thought that this would be a great conversation to be a part of, so I wanted to get in. So it was in. He first propositioned me with the idea of four words, and they are, Joel?
2: Oh, man. Uh, what was it? It was. It is. We are.
1: Yep. And so you had four words. It is. We are.
0: Where did those four words come up from? There's something you had already thought about? Uh,
2: just the idea of being present, and that what's happening now is what the universe is. Hmm. So I was just saying, it is. We are. It's all, all encompassing it's all
0: the universe. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's no past, future. It's all happening right now. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. We were talking about time.
1: Yeah. Or the artist formerly known as. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, <laughs> talking about time. And Real
2: fast, this is also probably my favorite, conver- this conversation that Jax and I had was my favorite conversation of the whole weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth award of the weekend, folks.
0: Boom. Boom. Uh,
2: so, yeah,
1: it is, we are, it encompasses everything. And so then it became, can we shrink it more? And it became this. And this really is just an extension of is. And upon hearing that, Joel was convinced that the word is explained the universe.
2: I happen to agree. I gotta disagree with you on that. What happened was I said, I think, I said, what about this word? This. And you said, I think that that's too much. I think it's is. You came up with is. (laughs)
1: award of the weekend loving this <laughs> loving this okay all right yeah to yeah. which
2: i fully agree yes
1: yeah so then it became is oh yeah because i that was at the moment where i was like i think you just jedi mind tricked me i thought i thought <laughs> yeah. you walked me into a. I thought, I thought you walked me into another wall um that's where we got to is and then it became a concept of how do we how do we write is and that's when it was, of course, a lowercase i to have the island in the mainland, mm-hmm. the conscious. The, the bridge subconscious, that the bridge. I is, yeah. And then an s with its, its, it goes off into opposite directions to infinity. It's curved, like the universe. It just, it embodies what you would think of when you see an ever-expanding universe. Uh, and then to connect it, this was the next day, actually, this happened on uh Saturday. Now Kyle is in this conversation. The three of us are sitting
0: there. Um, I was very not a part of that conversation the first time cuz I was out of my body with a blanket over my head. Yeah. In the ceremony room. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Look like you're having a great time. Honestly. Oh my god, that was
0: the fucking best time. Was it? Oh I'm yeah. I'm glad it
2: was a good time cuz I was worried that you were having a rough time.
0: I was having a rough Which time. Which is also awesome. It was I a, love when people have It was rough a really times. rough time and I I'll get that into that. What connected the the second day conversation about is was there's a line going through uh the S to make it almost look like an 8 or an infinity sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz the universe is infinite. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I
1: actually really really love it a lot. Yeah. i mm-hmm. I'm I'm telling you there's there's there's
2: room for one more in this tattoo brigade. Yes, they Can got it? It. uh by the way they got tattoos of the word is. This form of the word is on their Chest? chest, upper chest, upper like neck, yeah. chest, right where a V-neck would allow. Yeah, right. yeah. below like a,
0: the,
1: the the where the throat the starts. Hole, what is that? I don't know. Is that the trachea? Is that what that mm. is.
2: We are not doctors Mm-mm. or no nope. biologists.
1: If you put <laughs> your finger where you can poke a hole in yourself, and you
0: just it's go, it's like where a you quarter yeah. of
2: an inch below yeah. that. It looks great though, guys. but we don't
0: have. Like I, I don't get to say I have a neck tattoo. Which is, no, f- which is great. I cannot say that. I mean, yeah, I, get to, I, I don't want to say I have a neck tattoo. Neck tattoos are great, but uh, I, 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 d- I currently don't have one. Um, so when I was on San Pedro, the first day, so the first night for me, I, I mentioned was not so great, but it was exactly what I needed. And mother and father work great together. Like, I don't want to do a ceremony where it's just ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. They worked so well for me yeah. together. So the first day on San Pedro, father... I went outside, not dressed for being outside in the wintertime. And I was out there for about two and a half hours. And it was magical. I was on my own mostly for the first hour, just being in nature. And I also have another tattoo of a crow because I spent time with a family of crows. And it was <laughs> magical. Um, but, and then Jackson and I met up and, and we had an hour, I don't know what time, but we had a crazy awesome conversation. Yeah. And then I ended up purging again because uh, I was expressing all this like hate and negative judgments of myself that I experienced the night before. And then all of a sudden, Father just has me purging like this really thick green slime. It was vile, but it was...
1: Okay, I need to cut into this real quick. It actually became a really fun game for me because I knew that any time a negative thought would be spoken or thought by him, it would make <laughs> really? him gag. So we would be no talking way. and yeah. then I would just say something and he would gag and start to turn away. It was, that's amazing. Yeah. And it there was, was
0: probably great. about like six or seven gags until everything came out. Yeah. Yeah. And it like, wow. it, was, it was
1: pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. It was pretty amazing. That's so cool. I yeah. did not know about that. Yeah.
0: Party. And then he's like, where's your bucket? I was like, I lost my bucket. And it's just like this pile of slime on the the grass. Wow. It was, it was, it was, it was really crazy. Uh, and then I poked it with a stick. I was like, how was that oh. in me?
1: Oh. I think that was, that's also an interesting note. Like, Puke, by all accounts, is disgusting. We're actually in a space that uh, we were at for New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. And oh, there yeah. was a lot of throw-up happening on New Year's Eve yeah. by another party and a bunch of younger people. In this and building this, where we're recording the podcast, uh, yeah, at the current moment. New Year's
0: Eve, there was like a gaggle of people just puking. The sound of the ball dropping was puke for me.
1: Yeah, and it was a terrible, terrible sight and a terrible, terrible smell and a terrible, terrible thing. Like It was just awful on all accounts. Fast forward to standing outside or even being in the ceremony room and you're either hearing puke or seeing puke or puking yourself. Yeah. And my, my internal reaction is so different. I was like happy. Cheering you were on. happy. Like I was, yeah. Like I sat there and analyzed your slime puke for probably like five, <laughs> 10 minutes. Yes. Yeah. It was just, it was totally different, totally different thoughts. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. The
0: first night, uh, Simone was right to my left and you were right to my right, Jackson. Mm. And Simone dropped in bef- way before me and her puke bucket was right next to my head. And I was like, I hadn't dropped in yet. So I was a little weirded out because I was still like me, I mm-hmm, guess, old Kyle. And I was like, oh, she's fucking puking right next to my face. It's yeah. nasty. But then I dropped in and then everyone's dropping in around me and it's like awesome. I'm excited. And then I, uh, my, my trip had ended. My journey had ended. And then Jackson woke me up with his sounds of purging at the, at when she's like, you can't go to sleep. And I was like, yes, he did it. And I, and I thought that was the beginning of your journey. No. I, I don't know. No,
1: no, no. I had, I had gone on a magical, magical tour. Magical tour. Yeah. Yeah. felt great though. It really did.
0: And Joel. So, uh, I, I remember talking about in the first podcast that we recorded, like about purging. Do you find that you purged to drop in? And then you purge throughout the evening. Like, what's your experience with purging? I don't normally purge to drop in.
2: It's either very, just a very gradual. Uh, she comes over me gradually, or I just on upon the first time that the shaman bangs the gong, uh, mm. it just jolts me into mm-hmm. another world, which is what happened uh, last weekend, or the the weekend we we're talking about. I purge when. Um, when something needs to come up, I, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, as everyone does, but uh, it's not when I drop in, it's usually, it could be shortly after. Yeah. It's just, uh, when, when the stuff gets stirred up and it, I, I, tr- I often find that I try to fight it too. Cause you know, no one likes to throw up. However, this last weekend I was actually very, I was letting go a lot easier mm-hmm. of these things. Like I was, I was in this, My space opened up huge this weekend. I was like a cavernous, empty space inside my body, which I've never felt before. And so uh, holding on to things was not hard, was not something I did anymore during that weekend. And I did everything. I I cried. I yawned. I threw up. I took dumps. (laughs) I purged in every way I could Mm -hmm. (laughs) this last weekend. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you did two ceremonies one weekend into the next weekend. I did two retreats in a row. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. It was, it was rough.
0: I was so shot after one. Like,
2: yeah. I got to tell you, coming in up and when we were coming, driving up for the second retreat, Mm -hmm. I was so tired. And in my body, I was like, in my mind, I was like, how am I going to be able to put myself through, like, energetically, physically get myself through this next weekend? Right. And I was worried about it until. Shortly after we got there, and then the minute that it was time to go, it was like, oh. And I drank, and then all of that left, and I was like, well, I'm here, and yeah. she's in control now, yeah. and everything's fine.
1: It is that moment of no return, the second that you're actually given the actual cup, not the inhibitor, but the second you do your, your second drink 15 minutes later, it, it, yeah. it's, it's buckle up, because... Uh, yeah. Every decision you Ooh. made that led you to this moment. You can't really go away from it now. That's
2: interesting. What went through your head after you took that second drink?
0: On the first night? The
2: first night. The first yeah. time you've ever done it and you did it and you just, and you drank it and now you know it's in you and there's no way you can stop gr- whatever's about to happen. I grabbed
0: my journal so I know exactly what I was thinking. Oh, did you write it down? I was like, holy shit, there's no going back now. I'm ready for, I listed out a bunch of things I was ready for and I was like, I'm ready and it just, it just boiled down to, I'm wow. ready. Cool. And then we had the second one and I just closed my eyes and, and we went off on a journey. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. What'd I you would. feel? Oh man. Well, just by by nature of where I was sitting, I had to watch everybody else go before me on every drink, Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and in case you're wondering, this stuff does not exactly taste good.
0: It's interesting. It's a it's a terrible taste. It's a terrible
1: taste. So one by one, uh, you watch. I'm watching each person take a drink from the cup, and then immediately convulse and yeah. and and just a very very disturbing look.
2: And I was first You're- in line, and I have a, such a visceral reaction to these things. It's yeah, it's, I couldn't. It you. is so hard for me to drink it, and my body just like. Yeah, it convulses.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah, aggressively, and it is to give someone sounds. that's never done it before zero yeah. hope. Yeah, yeah. zero <laughs> hope that it's gonna be okay. But you
2: also know that that was the fourteenth time that I drank it, too. Right, so You're right, like, right. for some reason, Come he on, keeps man. coming back. Yeah. But it's I'm also be like,
1: you're it. telling me it never gets better. You never warm up to it. <laughs> oh,
0: so, so, bad. so that that was my first lesson. I actually got was um, when I took the the medicine, I like. I braced myself for the worst, and then I like I even savored it, and I was like, and I was like trying to like experience it as much as I could. And then what was the tobacco ash we did the first night that we didn't do the second night? It's
2: called hape.
0: Hape. Yeah. So I I've had one experience of hape before. It was uh, pleasant. It wasn't as challenging or painful as it was for the ceremony.
2: Yeah, that's a tough one. And I love what, I love the result of it. I, I do doing too. doing it is it's, really Yeah, something. yeah, yeah.
0: So what it is, it's, it's, a, it's a, the ash of a tobacco that's blown up your nostrils as you hold your breath and it triggers intense uh, crying or tearing, um, pain. And then it really settles in and gives you like this sense of ease and meditative yeah, med- right. meditative state. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm there and I'm... I'm gritting through the pain of it and then we drink the the inhibitor and immediately the lesson I got was uh, strength is not one's ability to grit through something without fully feeling it. Strength is man's or woman's ability to move through something while fully feeling it. And so like I had just like tried to like, like even at one point I was like, I'm so proud of myself because I'm drinking the most medicine. Like I am a man. Like look at me. Yeah. It's like you moron. You're not even like trying to like tap into like the experience. You're not fully, fully feeling. Like feel how bad this burns your nose. And I was just like, no, I can take it. I can take it. And yeah. that was the, that was the first lesson that I got. Wow. That was a pretty good. That's one. a
2: pretty awesome lesson. Yeah. That's a super awesome lesson. Yeah. In fact, your that lesson really sinks in with me presently. Yeah. And the state that I have been in in the last week, which has been rough. My comeback into the world from this last two retreats in a row has been a lot different than any other one that I've had. I feel very despondent and
0: Hmm.
2: kind of empty and upset and uh, not really feeling very worth anything. Hmm. And it's been
0: really rough. It sounds rough. Yeah.
2: But that, I love that, what you just said.
0: What's resonating about that?
2: It's not about, like, fighting or resisting, being, being like, tough or being strong. Being strong is uh, experiencing it and being vulnerable in it and feeling it. Yeah. And letting it happen. And I feel like I've been, I've been doing a lot of resisting the last week instead of sitting in the emotions and the feelings of what's coming, of what's coming up, Mm -hmm. which is actually where the healing takes place. Resisting, no healing. Yeah. Accepting is where the healing takes place. So
0: suffering is resistance to pain.
2: Yeah. It's just like, exactly. Just
0: got to just sit in it. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So that was the first lesson I got. So to
1: simplify that, it's really, really bad-tasting medicine, and they give you apples that you can chew on.
0: Or pineapple. We should talk about pineapple. Uh, well, hold on.
1: They give you apples that you can chew on to not make the bad taste as bad anymore. <laughs> Neither Kyle nor I took the apple the first night <laughs> because we wanted to be strong men. Strong and men. And prove Poor. to ah. the other people that we did not know there how much better at taking bad-tasting medicines we would be. Wow.
2: We also, I did not realize that. Because yeah, that's, yeah. That's I got to tell you, upon first being offered an apple ever in my life, I immediately took that
1: apple. Yeah. Oh, no. No
2: way. I was <laughs> like, no, no way. way. No way uh, that apple was going mm-mm. on my mouth. No way. But it also wasn't my first time when the apple was offered too, so I knew how bad it tasted. Yeah.
0: I was like, I don't want to mask this experience. Meanwhile, I'm trying to numb myself out from the All actual right. taste of it. Second <laughs> night, I
2: immediately took that apple. Apple,
0: <laughs> apple, apple, apple. <laughs> immediately. Yeah. 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 And you just you just suck on it, you chew on it, and then you spit it out. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the taste oh, of an of a chewed apple is
1: better than faking machismo. The sound of the of apple strangers. being
0: spit into the bucket was so loud. Yeah, it was just like, whew, yeah,
2: so good. You know what's really funny about <laughs> uh, it, you guys trying to uphold some uh, idea that you know, you're tough guys and you can handle the taste Yeah, is that you're in a room full of people who are there to specifically be completely vulnerable and cry and mm-hmm. throw up in front of each other and like, yeah. uh, go to really dark places Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. you're like, it, it we changed. can handle this drink. We're tough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It changed. Yeah. It's so funny. Perceptor's like the whole idea of going there is to be hundred uh, percent vulnerable. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But I'm better at being vulnerable. All right. That's how I that's how I went in there. I was like, I'm better at being uh, strong in better being vulnerable. So watch me do both. I mean also there was there's, there's <laughs> Check my range. That's Check amazing. my range.
0: <laughs> and and Zico, Zico was one of the other uh, participants and he showed up late, like after we had already had like our first talk, right? Yeah. And he came in and he's like this big bear of a guy and he's just so charismatic and like such a good energy. And he was getting the medicine first, like forty minutes before everybody else. And I was like, Oh man, like I gotta I gotta like I got to show. I'm like cool too. Yeah. Like I can like hang with the bear. And so that, it was that going on too. Like the competition. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. And then Jackson and I won the most medicine drunk for the entire weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I see it as a reflection of like that mindset that I came in with. Like, no, oh, I'm gonna drink the most. I'm a fucking man. I won't fully feel it. And then that's not the case.
1: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I wasn't, there was no way that, we talked about this independently. There was no way I was going to say no when he offered <laughs> me medicine on the first night. Like It didn't matter how yeah, many times yeah. he came back. because he off- he What happens is he'll offer you medicine again an hour or so later if it hasn't taken effect, if you haven't dropped in yet. And that process will repeat until it happens. And so I was, I was all in. I mean, I was, if you, if he came over to me and asked me how I was feeling at any moment in time on the first night and then presented me with a cup, I was taking that cup.
0: Yeah. He said, how are you doing? I was like, I mean, I don't really have anything to compare this to. He's like, well, are you seeing stuff? I'm like, yeah. He's like, do you feel like you're not fully experiencing? It? I was like, kind of. He's like, I think you should do more. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't, don't threaten me with a good time. Like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thursday night he came by and he was like, how are you doing? He goes, do you need more? And I was like, no. <laughs> that was my second And night. then Friday night he came by. He was like, dude, how you doing? I go, more. I need more now. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Ah. Immediately.
1: See, I was flipped because on the second night, uh, he came by and asked me if I wanted more. And he had to wake me up because I had already fallen asleep, mm-hmm. going back to how exhausting this experience could be. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, well, I'm doing absolutely fantastic. I was sleeping. So <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll take more. I Why like, not? I whatever. Like it's pineapple. working really I'll, well so far.
0: I'll sleep with pineapple taste uh, in my mouth. No problem.
1: The, Yeah. And the second time that he came back and asked if I wanted more, he had brought me a pineapple once again, having to wake me up. Uh, and I took the pineapple and that kind of helped. He was like, I'll come back in 20 minutes. And I already knew in my mind there was no way in hell I was taking more. Mm-hmm. Cause once I'd already gotten over the thing of like, Oh, I have to be able to take the most and have the craziest experience. And then like everything had changed for me internally. I was good. I was real good to just have those two sips and be done.
0: The second night as I took the medicine, the the first thing she said to me was, uh, so my intention, the second I was, uh, because I had ignored her the first night, like I kept opening my eyes and looking around, she just left me. Like she, like I was a little kid in Times Square and she just, my mom left. And she didn't come back. So I, I felt like I had, mm, I just, like, ignored her. And, like, I, I thought she was going to be mad at me. And so when I dropped in the second night, her first message was, like, my intention was, I want to be a good student. I want to focus and I want to learn from you. And her message was, if you want to learn from me, you got to pay to play, purge. And I was like, no problem. I don't mind throwing up. And so I sat up, I grabbed my bucket. And I'm like, I don't have to throw up. I was like, can you help me? And she goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And so I'm just sitting there for like hour, hour and a half, just taking more medicine, trying to purge. Like I'm, And I, I even asked the shaman if I can pull the trigger. I'm like, listen, I'll do this to not be hung over the next morning from alcohol. Surely I'll do this for like a better benefit. And he's like, mm, it's probably not the best idea. Just let it happen naturally. So I'm just sitting there with my bucket, like upset that I'm not dropping in. Like she's not, She's she wants me to purge and I can't. And then he brings over a piece of pineapple and I eat the pineapple. And within like a minute I'm purging and I drop in and we went on this journey together. Wow. Yeah.
2: Pineapple. Man. Yeah. Pineapple. I didn't get the pineapple. I was, I mean, you I were was, on your rug. I was out in the living room on the rug having the most intense, amazing night. One of the most amazing nights I've ever had. Yeah. On, uh, I, yeah, I mean, it was uncomfortable. Don't sure. get me wrong, but it was also just like I was so comforted by the discomfort mm-hmm. and the throwing up. Oh, it was so incredible! It was really
1: incredible. Yeah, I, never, I didn't leave my mat, but either night
0: you didn't move the second night. You were fa- no. you were passed out. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how
2: people can be so still. I am nonstop moving. I don't know how I? you can move. <laughs> <laughs> the thought of getting I mean, up and walking around is do insane you, to me do you have any did you get any like physical discomfort besides nausea uh the second night
1: right after he gave me the pineapple I could feel her stretching my body a little bit oh. but it kind of felt nice it felt like she was like oh, yeah, running down nice. taking her hands like running down the side of my body like a
2: massage yeah mm. like a massage
1: What about she gets me bro
2: <laughs> she gets me <laughs> what about you Kyle do you feel anything what's the question do you feel any physical discomfort besides nausea?
0: Yeah, the so I was lucid the entire time. Like I got up, walked around, used the bathroom, no problem. And Crazy. that was a worry of mine. Like I, I, did, I thought I was not going to be able to control my body. It yep. was never the case. Um, the second night, I asked her to uh, to heal me, and she's like, "Okay." At the end of this, you'll you'll need to purge more. Um, and so she put my stomach into intense, intense uh, like gastral pains. Like, mm. like it was just being like flushed wow. out. Wow. And, uh, yeah, yeah. it was an intense feeling, but it I wasn't scared by it because I knew the purpose of it. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm wondering, what was the question I had?
0: Physical sensations. Uh,
2: yeah. No, I was wondering something. Oh, when you say she, uh, answers you or says to you, yeah, I get this question a lot. I get asked, how do you get, how do you receive the message? Do you actually hear the words or is it just a feeling like how, when you ask her something sure. and she responds, how was she responding to you?
0: It was, it was different ways. Um Sometimes it was in words I would hear, but they were always, it was never in like this disembodied voice. It was always mm-hmm. just words, but it, I wasn't like, oh, that's a woman's voice. Or the, well, that's a, like, it was just words.
2: Yeah, it's just like it just felt like words were yeah, given to you. They were
0: just in they're in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't yeah. my voice. I can't say it was my voice. So it's weird. Right. Other times it was visuals like when she showed me the swing set, that was her answer. Mm-hmm. Another time there's <laughs> like a small like clay volcano and I I found that asking her yes and no questions were best. Um and for maybe two questions she had two like clay play-doh volcanoes one was yes and one was no and they would slightly erupt with a ribbon if it was yes or no
2: what yeah.
0: i like
1: that a lot yeah <laughs> i like that it was a lot insane. it was like
0: a little like <laughs> uh, like imagine like any like cartoon dinosaur paleolithic like cartoon image and it's like that made out of play-doh funny. volcano yes true true false yes no yeah, that's cool Yeah, how how did she do it for you?
1: It was, I never heard her voice, but I knew that I wasn't the one thinking the thoughts and responding to myself. It was very clearly, it was clearly coming from another person, but there was never audio to it.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Now, did either one of you see her? Actually, see her? I didn't face or slash body.
0: I don't I don't think so. I think I, I would know. No, yeah, you would I, definitely know. I, I saw a lot of like her mm, hit mother and fa- Well, mostly father's minions, maybe. Hmm. I don't want to hmm. say minions, but. So something happened. I've told Jackson. I haven't told you, Joel, yet. Uh, the second time on <laughs> San Pedro, it hit me. That day fucked me up. Like I was so gone on San Pedro that day. And then we did a group meditation. And the night before uh, with Aya, I had asked her to open me back up with, like I've repressed a lot of emotions and feelings. And I asked her to open them up. And I also asked her to open up my chakras. And so we spent, I mean, again, I don't know time, but we rubbed my chest and my like abdomen for a good amount of time. The next day on Father, during the meditation, he completely opened up my... Uh, the lowest chakra and I had a, I had three non-erection no ejaculation orgasms Wow and I was freaked out Wow so yeah. I grabbed one of the instructors I'm like hey I need to talk to you and we go downstairs and I explained what I'm feeling he's like you seem confused because you're having a physical reaction to a spiritual weekend and I said yes he's like it's the same thing and only after that I remember that I'd asked mother to open up these chakras And then when I said bye to him, he goes, enjoy your new energy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, It was incredible. It was so good. It was really cool. Wow, that's funny.
0: Yeah. And I think, again, it was me basing my own experience off of other people. Like, I felt awkward and weird and almost shameful about the feelings I was having until someone reaffirmed to me that it was okay and that is such a through line of my life going yeah. back to like the Tony Robbins burning my feet like that was the first lesson I got of it and and again so I got that lesson twice that weekend what how has it been uh,
2: man there's so many questions I have for you guys now the first time we got together you were asking me a bunch of questions now I feel like I want to ask you a bunch of questions mm. what how has it been integrating back into day-to-day life for you. I
1: think that right when I got back, uh, it was very clear that there was a visceral change in me, uh, noticeable by coworkers, friends, anyone that had seen me relatively close in time prior to going on the retreat and after. Work didn't taste as bad. It was not hard to uh, choose to not smoke cigarettes. It was not hard to choose to not want to drink, and it was pretty easy to clarify my intentions to people and to be open and get rid of the negative energy as it was coming in. I think a week and a half removed, uh, and they kind of warned about this on the retreat, but about a week and a half removed now, um, cigarettes are still gone. The thoughts of being a vegetarian for the most part are still there, alcohol, alcohol, in moderation but it's definitely come back Uh, the feelings of not enjoying work that's come back Uh, yeah Uh, um, (laughs) still trying to work on that one Mm -hmm. Uh, but I would say all in all it's I definitely have integrated a lot of the experience and it definitely helped because the experience was physical and not just mental in comparison to something like going to therapy but I have noticed a dulling of some of it,
0: hmm.
1: which is a kind of bummer within like 10 days, but mm-hmm. also was expected. Yeah. And it's a thing that takes practice and continued dedication and work. So I'm okay with that. Cigarettes being gone has been awesome. That's amazing. Huge, That's big. Yeah. I love That's that. Big. That's great. Yeah. I actually smelled one on the way over here on the walk, and it was like- uh,
0: I did too. Why are you doing that outside? Yeah.
1: yeah. Why are you doing that to yourselves?
0: Do you still feel that power we've talked about?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. It's nice because the okay. One of the things that we did while we were at uh, this retreat, we do an emp- there was an empathy workshop. It was all about truly listening to someone and making them feel heard. And with something like that comes great responsibility because you can very easily use that for uh, the for bad, just like you can use it for good. Uh, it was explained that empathy is a neutral thing. We assume it's a good thing, but it's truly really a neutral thing. You can be empathetic with someone and then take them for all they have just as easy as you can be empathetic with somebody and make an amazing connection and friendship. So I feel like that has been great to learn and be able to utilize and things. And then I'd say the last integration is the fact that because I left my body and when I went back into my body, I was so unhappy to have to be back in it. I think I've realized that I have to take care of this thing a lot better than I had been because until my soul was on something else, mm-hmm. this is my walker and my mover.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Did you just say you have a soul?
1: I do. I do have a soul. Yeah.
0: That's a pretty big takeaway, I'd say. Yeah. Before, I tried to tell you that you had a soul. Yeah. And what'd you say?
1: That I that I didn't have a soul. I think it's <laughs> you like said. a what? A what? Yeah. I ain't got one of those. Uh-uh. Nah. Yeah. Soulless wings, bro. Soulless <laughs> wings. Uh, but yeah, no, I have a soul. And it's pretty cool, and I'm a big fan. And it's cool to know that, and it's awesome to be in my head and have thoughts and choices and opinions, and it's been kind of a disservice to myself that I wasn't more involved in creating that kind of a world for myself for the beginning, but we're here now. Yeah, you didn't know.
2: Didn't know. You didn't didn't know. know. Very cool. Yeah, man. Kyle, how's your
0: experience? I think the biggest thing that's staying with me Uh, are two things. One, there's a, like Jackson was mentioning, this power. Um, The ability to listen to someone, truly listen, to truly communicate, and to truly ask great questions is a superpower. Um, There was a situation that came up this weekend and I handled it beautifully and I don't think I would have handled that in that beautiful way two weeks ago. That is great. And then, the other big thing for me was um, the sexual trauma, the emotional trauma, manipulation, mental. That that 10-year chapter for me was healed in a very magical way by mother. And the way I communicate to Jackson and to a few other people I've shared, my the way I ex- explain it or the way I talk about it is completely different Mm -hmm. it is now a thing of the past I have so what happened with mother is um, we were in the the second night when I dropped in I was saying I want to go to I want to be your student and I started thinking of everybody that's uh, like done me wrong or or I I started thinking about that but everybody I love as well and I just started sending love and checking in with people and then she and then we started talking about people that uh, have done me wrong and I, I forgave them and then she said, well, what about uh, this guy? We'll call him Roberto. What about Roberto? Do you want to forgive him? And I said, ooh, I don't know. She's like, yeah, if you forgive him, you can't hate him anymore. I said, okay, I don't know if I'm ready for that. And uh, so she's like, well, what if we forgive you? I said, okay, let's do that. So I was like, mother just like rip me open. And this is what I came up for. Like, this is In the first podcast, I expressed like, this, was, this is the thing I wanted most. So I said to her, I was like, I don't care how bad it is, Um, just rip me open, heal me of this trauma, let me move forward with my life. She goes, oof, are you ready? And I said, yeah. She goes, okay, purge. And I gave a tiny cough, and one tiny little piece of food shot into my mouth. And I took it out, I put it in my bucket, and she goes, you've been hard enough on yourself. All you need right now is love and compassion. Mm. And she filled me with this light and love, Um, and it was complete euphoria and bliss. And from that energy, knowing that every human should be able to feel that I was able to forgive this person. And I've been walking around feeling like I did something wrong and I'm responsible for my shame and all these terrible feelings. When the truth is I was a young kid that got manipulated by a much older, much smarter man for his pleasure and desires. And I was holding on to that like it was my responsibility. And since then, like my only only guilt was equal to a tiny little piece of food that I purged. It was insane. So I think the biggest thing for me that I've integrated was just the way I communicate about it and the feelings of it have just evaporated. Wow. Uh, Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. That's incredible. Thank you for asking. That's absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, uh,
2: I, that's amazing. I'm really glad to know that.
0: Yeah. So everything I went, every intention I had going in, was met. It was met in a way that I had no idea. It was like the the way it happened was insane, but it happened. It's really cool.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is a fantastic story. Yeah. It's fantastic. That reminds me of some physical trauma that I went through as a kid Mm -hmm. and how when I was working with it, with Aya, after it was over, I wrote a book about it to, and that was like a form of therapy for me. That was how we decided to uh, work through it, just write out the whole book. And at the end of it, I came down to this sentence, which was, and so I've realized that, all these stories i've shared with you all these tales are not not things that happened to me they're just things that happened hmm. and your story reminded me of that sentence the way you communicate and talk about it now it's the same way same for me and when i talk about that trauma yeah. it's now just oh this is something that happened it happened and it's not what defines me anymore it right. used to be what defined me mm-hmm. and now it's just that's what happened to me
0: and i thought it used to be uh, well may, i might still think this actually let's talk it out i used to think it happened for me and i guess i could say yes it happened for me because it led me to mother and father in that weekend but i really resonate with it just happened it just happened is is yeah, yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah. Uh, let's, I just want to know one more thing. Yeah. You guys going to do it again? 100%.
0: Oh,
1: 100%. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, I want to do it again as soon as possible. Yeah.
0: Any, yeah. any time it's available to me where it's within reason. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah. That was life changing. Absolutely. Mind shattering, mm-hmm. altering, incredible, philosophical, a decade of therapy, all the good. It's things. all true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: 10 years 20 years and one night of therapy absolutely true yeah
1: made a family with everybody that was there yeah the
0: connections yeah. we made with everybody it's crazy
2: yeah. le- I just want to throw out a suggestion mm-hmm. to you both and this is from my recent experience about my integration back in for my weekend which was the weekend was incredible mm-hmm. I went so deep and I've been working to this to the, for a moment like this for so long. And I cleaned out so much energy. I, like, released so much energy through my third eye chakra. I was this open cavern of space. And it was a wind tunnel of emotions. And I, like, wasn't, nothing was clinging to me. It's, like, I was, like, I've been working so hard to get to this space that when I came back and I was no longer with the medicine, mm-hmm. uh, I had been, th- my ego took the opportunity to fill that void Mm. and it has been very emotionally painful for me. And I've just realized over a week and a half of like working through it and like, like working with it and trying to figure out what was going on is that I have not done a good job of keeping my mindfulness meditation, spiritual practice going when I'm not with the medicine Mm -hmm. so that i wasn't i'm not, i wasn't ready for that big of a uh jump like in my process gotcha in my real life because I haven't been keeping the base the daily pro i haven't been keeping yeah. the foundation yeah yeah as well as i should Yeah. so self care yeah i just want just wanted to throw that out so that you guys hopefully don't fall into that trap and anybody yeah. who's listening doesn't fall into that trap. Like,
0: Yeah, it's great advice. Like, take
2: care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, do the meditation. Do the mindfulness practice and, like, don't just think that because you do this a lot, which I've done it a lot over the last year, mm-hmm. that that's enough.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: I like that advice. It's good advice.
0: It's the number one rule, right? Yeah. Self-care is a, it's a rule. Yeah. Is that what he said? Self-care is a yeah core value core value core value
1: value. i do not accept your apology self-care is a core value here that's it it's a great line yeah
0: it's a great line
1: second best line all weekend
0: (laughs) not even a close (laughs) runner-up mom's dope dad's pretty cool too um i will gladly go on this journey ending every time i can with you two
1: yeah big time i'm in that was a Train. Yeah. I tattooed my intentions on my chest. I think I'm in. Yeah, I think it's you're amazing. in. I think I'm in. Uh,
2: cool. I, I hope we keep the conversation open about all this stuff too, because yeah. I love talking about it, and it's very helpful. And
0: it is. Yeah. Just talking about this tonight, I was able to connect a couple of things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. All right. Gentlemen, love you. Thank you for being here. All right. Thanks, Thanks for, for going on the journey. Yeah. It's a great journey. And uh, yep, we'll uh, see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Learning Human Podcast. This was such a wonderful conversation. We hope you learned something from it as well. Check out our other episodes. Follow us on the social medias. And until next time, stay curious, keep learning, and be good.